welcome you to uh, Talk the Talk, another episode where we're going to talk about a lot of things. Yeah, we'll, we're going to talk about a lot of things. But what have we done in the past, really? We spoke about motorsports. We spoke about motorcycles, about cars. What should one expect in India? What we really want in India? Uh, we also spoke about uh, a very, very sensitive issue that was plaguing the nation, the ISI controversy of sorts. We had a clarity on that with uh, Veer Nakai, who was our guest back then. But now, moving forward, uh, we are really doing well. Thanks to all your support. I hope you listeners are having a good time listening to all our content that is there on this podcast. A quick shout out to Epilogue.media who have been partnering us with all our podcasting endeavors. And you can check out their website, Epilogue.media. And we also have a podcast on the very same website. So in case you're not an Apple fanboy or you're not there on Savan, you can go to epilogue.media and listen to what we have to say. Moving on, uh, we have a very special individual who's back. A special welcome then. And an even special uh, guest who is there back on our show. Like, yes, if it's spe- <laughs> like I said, he's special. He is Veer Nakai. Veer, welcome back, man. Thank you for having me yet again. Yet again, I yet again. I must have done some... Some, uh, some yeah, punya ka kaam. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I doubt it. So, Veer, uh, so Veer uh, has this venture called Helmet Stories. He runs a blog spot of, of sorts and he uh, basically pens it down, stories. Oh, so, it's like it's a... Uh, it's, it's a complicated kind of... It's like a so, relationship. Yeah. <laughs> like a good relationship. Good relationship. <laughs> Not a it's bad one way. Uh, it's... Uh, Helmet Stories is now a culmination of like a lot of things. But it started off originally as Harsh and my uh, just an outlet. Who is Harsh? So Harshman is my business partner, more business or less. Business yeah. partner, uh, I like that. I think you should just Google it. And like, <laughs> the, it's, the introduction is huge, but he's been around in the in the publishing industry for a long time. He started Man's World magazine. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a photographer and uh, he's a traveler now. I mean, there's, the introductions can go on long, but he is someone who has traveled with me for the last 10 years. Uh, wow. Uh, we've we've ridden motorcycles all over the country into like some really, really weird ass places. How did you meet Harsh? <clears throat> we can do a whole podcast on this. Yeah. So he invited the autocar. I used to work with autocar. He invited the autocar team to the opening of uh, Rolling Stones India when they brought, when he, when he brought in Rolling Stones India to, wow. India, uh, to Hard Rock Cafe. And uh, it was like this crazy evening of... Yeah. Uh, but I'd already met. Why him. was Autocar invited? Uh, f- uh, fraternity of uh, publishing. Oh, freaks. publishing fraternity. Yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. so, so, so I mean, like, I was trying to figure out the connection between yeah, motoring uh, and. Yeah. I mean, he's also uh, he's. They all started at the same time, right? So right. Uh, all if you look at all the magazines in India, they all kind of started the same year. Yeah, they're almost yeah. all as old as each other. And yeah. Man's World is one of them, so they're yeah. almost as old as Autocar, Overdrive, and you know, so they yeah. all they all and if you talk to them. They all started together in the same job in like yeah. a business standard. So you get to know or, each other. So they've yeah. known each other. They all know each other. Yeah. So yeah. they've all just like broke out into what they felt they wanted to do. Uh, absolutely. That's a good. That's a good thought. Though. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's all that like central like. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. True. But um, so I met him there. But I met him once before at Ridermania. Of course, mm-hmm. like all bulleteers. Uh, Ridermania. How old is Ridermania? Ridermania, the club Ridermania. Oh, don't uh, don't, don't start the that. festival. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, festival also. We we were, we've been to the first few festivals. Two thousand and uh, nine. Eight. Nine, eight, eight, yeah. Eight, eight, yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, so we've been going since then too. So, uh, Damn. But no, this is Are you coming to this year's Rider Media? Maybe I am. Hmm. I don't know. If, we have, if I'm not... 15, if I'm not 14, riding, 15, 000. If I'm not riding a motorcycle somewhere uh, fun, 
Yeah. Then I don't mind coming to Goa and being an ass yeah. and uh, <laughs> having a good time with other motorcycles. But uh, if I get to ride a motorcycle and disappear into the wilderness, then you will do that. I'd You're off for the. I'd rather record. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So back to Harish and your story. Yeah. So we kind of met there, but uh, I, I met him at what is Ridermania Hyderabad. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd all ridden together from uh, Bombay, and we kind of met once or twice. But uh, this is where it gets funny. At the launch of Rolling Stones India, wow! Uh, the wife was with me, which is very rare for the wife. Like, mm-hmm. find time to hang out with the boys, getting mm. um, me- being merry. Mm. That's what mm. we call merry. Being merry, uh, yeah. <laughs> so we show up at the door, and Harsh is there, and uh, she's like, "Hey, that's Harsh." Uh, I know him so well. I've known him for so many years because her sister and Harsh's wife started off in Star together, and they've known each other since way back then. So it was just—it's like one of those like as it got. Wow. Uh, so it was—it like, was meant to happen. It, it was kind of like yeah, I would have met him many times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah. So that's from there. We just and we traveled a couple of times, and we realized we love traveling the same way. Like we love. Uh, heading off into like random places that no one no one's ever heard of. Right. We love our food. Uh, we yeah. love our uh, we love our entertainment and uh, our drinks in the evening. Yeah. Uh, in like under the stars. Yep. In, yeah. So it just worked. Uh, we we're very happy to take off and just kind of head out. And so the blog started off as photographs of ours that never got published. Really? That we. What does that mean? Like, you do a story for a magazine. Mm-hmm. How many pictures do they use? Ah, okay. Three, okay. Yeah. But you've taken how many? A thousand. Like, yeah, <laughs> exactly. A thousand over two days. Yeah, and if you've gone, the, if you've gone for like fifteen, yeah, you have more like content. A, one TV of data. Back then. Back then. Uh, oh, two, uh, yeah, two thousand seven. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's a uh, uh, where where, where high res image would yeah. be like three MB. Yeah. yeah. Oh uh, shit. So what do you do with that stuff? Uh, so we just start putting stuff out, and the, just like where did you upload this thing on your blog? Elmstories.blogspot.com. So blogs, I think, were big back then. Yeah, WordPress. So like, yeah, it was oh. like WordPress, and it, it it was like we thought we wanted to do something, but let's just what the hell? Let's just try. Correct. So we started putting stuff out, and uh, it turned out people started writing to us and said, you know, you went to this place. How do we go to this place? How mm-hmm. do we get to these places? We never heard of these places. So we'd give. So them, where, where did you go first? What was your first trip? You and Arsh. Dodra Kwar. Where is that? Uh, in the Rupin Valley. <laughs> Does it help? Where is See, the Rupin? Say, say, uh, so, uh, Dodrakwar back then were are two villages across a valley, the Rupin Valley. Okay. So one side is Dodra and the other side is Kwar. Kwar, yeah? okay. You go over the Chanshal Pass, right? And down this road, which is to be a Pagdandi. And then... Dude, I'm so alien to these words, man. Yeah. What well, is Pagdandi a road like, like, or a Pagdandi is pag- like a term for something? It's like It, it was like a walking path. Yeah. Okay, Pagdandi is actually yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, ah, okay. yeah. So like uh, a walking path to these villages, yeah. and then the government kind of built a road, road okay. yeah, over Chanshal and thing because Chanshal was supposed to become a skiing destination and German. So, oh. like, so, like, yeah. so there's a, suddenly there's a road, but this road is is not a road. Mm-hmm. It's like it's been cut out of the mountain, and that's where it is. But a local bus goes till Dodra, yeah. And Kwar is the district headquarters. So I mean, Correct. they are big enough for. Like, so we said. We so these are like small villages. Yeah, like small villages. Or even smaller than that, maybe like settlements. Like, Kwar has no restaurants, no dhabas, zero, nothing. Like, it's they are villages. No, the villages have been there for like I I a call it millennia. Long. Like they've been really? there for like yeah they're like, they're very well settled. There's electricity and uh, okay. they have their phone connectivity, but it's just not on the map. The problem with uh, going back is, to, is it still not on the map? Or? It's not on the map because 
the map is what unfortunately you and i put on the map okay ladakh is on the map because someone said ladakh was cool yeah let's put and it let's keep going up and down to ladakh and ladakh yeah. i'm cool that's why today people in the summer only want to go to ladakh right cool. that's yeah. why ladakh now is this i didn't go this is the first year in 10 years that i have not been to ladakh why is that because commercialization messed it up until we don't find a way to make it better and yeah. like clean it up yeah then we have we are at fault yeah, yeah? we are, for 10 years i've harped about how ladakh is brilliant yeah. but this year it's dirty this pl- i mean it's been it's coming it's just there's a lot of plastic people do not know what they're there for okay. yeah uh, they're there for all the wrong reasons mm mm-hmm. It's not a place to go take a photograph by a lake and come back. There's yeah. so much more I, I, to Ladakh. I, I remember seeing one picture of certain motoring guy. It got removed really fast, though. Didn't it? Very, very but, fast. But at least people are aware enough now to, to remove it. Yeah. So just to give you guys a quick insight on what this was, one guy from the industry who went with his motorcycle and uh, parked it in the lake inside the lake, mm. and. Uh, post for a really cool picture but it went viral like lightning fast but the thing is that's again for all the wrong reasons for all the wrong but again it comes down to you're not educated enough exactly. to why you should why it should it comes back to the same thing like with the helmets yeah. you're not educated enough to know why you should be wearing a proper helmet Correct. you're not educated enough to say what what will unfortunately today with social media and how thing how we get content across to each other do you think social media has been a major contributor of uh, all these travel of course. Up, i mean places you know being being all, all commercialized over the, all over the world do you think that's a major contributor of course like you look at the i follow uh, instagram account which he basically picks up photographs mm-hmm. and he shows 16 other photographs exactly the same like like 6 years later man, no man in fr- on top of Oh, the, uh, airplane oh. in Iceland, man in front of this tree. Okay. Yeah, and everybody has the same kind of photograph. So oh, people damn. are now. I have a friend who's a tour guide in New Zealand. Okay, and he said puts up this great, really great picture, and he says, "I hate this spot. It's very hard to hate any spot in New Zealand to start with because it's so picturesque." See, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like because this tree is become Instagram famous. Really? So people only come to Make shoot on that tree, like they climb the tree. I don't know. Like it's I've yet to see a photograph that he's yeah, talking about. Yeah. But I can imagine pose with the tree or like look out or follow me into the lake with the tree. You know. Where is this again? New New Zealand, ah. Huh? Yeah, I'll I'll have to I'll I'll have to find you the Instagram account as well. Yeah. But it's uh, that's what's happened, right? Mm-hmm. Oh damn! It's yeah. it's in the middle of a lake. But I mean, like, okay. you go to Maharashtra and you see there are many trees in the middle of the lake. Yeah, dude. Yeah, because they've <laughs> they've they've made <laughs> a dam and they're there on the, social media, you know. So I mean, yeah, of course, uh, travel has yeah, it's been influenced, yeah. and unfortunately, Ladakh is one of them. Yeah, because I see uh, I see a lot of these posts lately on social media where uh, where there's a long queue of vehicles going up to Ladakh, and it's been it's never been there. That Rotang has always been there. That's yeah. so. I mean, like, I, 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 it's not Rotang. I think it's a different pass. But that's what I'm saying. It's everywhere now. It's everywhere. And, and now, yeah, that's this, the problem. And once this tunnel under Rotang is open, hmm. meaning places that should be uh, should not be open to everyone hmm. will be open to everyone because it'll be easier to get there. It'll be yeah. faster. You won't go over Rotang. You'll go under it. Yeah. It's, but you will you still day. have the opportunity to go. Yeah, but I mean, it's a day to go. See, the, I get these emails saying that oh, I've just bought my first motorcycle. I want to go to Ladakh. Hmm. Ladakh is not that place to go. So Ladakh, I I think Leh Ladakh has become a fad. 
It's like people have a motorcycle. I have, I've never been to Leh Ladakh. I would love to be there, maybe once. Uh, Absolutely, because it's you, you know you people keep people keep coming in and saying that you know you, what you haven't been to Leh Ladakh. What you haven't been to Leh Ladakh? Yeah, but that, it's become that thing that it has to be done. Exactly, partly because of that, but partly because uh, I mean, a lot of these guys. I've seen your pictures as well. Uh, it's just really pretty. It's, it, it is, but if we don't take care of it being which we are not. pretty yeah. it's going to be terrible which we are not and it it's going to be horrible and like okay again, tell me if this thing is true okay uh after three idiots were shot at ladak yeah. if i'm not wrong yeah uh, a lot of people started visiting that very same spot where the finale happens yeah. where all of these yeah. guys meet up yeah. uh, with karina kapoor and yeah. all that and uh, now if i'm not wrong people are serving food and tea and Wait, no there was always there was always there were always but it's become really popular and there's been a lot of settlements uh, around i put up a picture on my instagram uh-huh. a couple of weeks ago hmm. of a place hmm. where in 2008 hmm. we had to take permission to get to past okay. when you enter pangong so right. right there used to be a check post right off the tip of the, you couldn't go very far down right, right. you've never uh, you'd never been when you permission do, from the military no it was like prop- it was no it was it was it may have been from the police back then as well so okay. there are there are multiple permissions yeah right. yeah uh, so further up is military right. control cuz your china's on one side and that's oh, the valley wow. where the chinese came up and uh, fought the war the same valley the same yeah. valley yeah. So, so it's like a mili- military uh, sensitive zone yeah of course the whole area is a military sensitive wow. and it, today it's only book, it's only accessible because of the military because they have built infrastructure Damn. so you can you can get there yeah so i mean there are a lot of things that are mind boggling there and Correct. if you but people go to three idiots lake yeah exactly yeah. it's known but as the three, three idiots, idiots lake. lake what is the name of the lake but does not exist on a map because it's pangong so Pang- what yeah pang oh, i mean wow. there's so okay. much more about pangong so that should be uh, out there then it being three idiots lake yeah, yeah? but that's uh, what it's known for now that's what it's known for there those three those, they, they have a little like hut where apparently the it was sh- i have not seen the film yeah. where the, the end was shot like you said yeah. um it's ridiculous i mean it's the <laughs> it's the highest salt it's the highest salt water lake in the world in it, the world yeah it the the fossils found there are fossils of creatures from the sea uh, wow one third of it is in india the rest is in china uh, it's, wow it's it's a salt water lake that freezes in the winter Uh, like th- completely, there have been years where it has completely frozen over. But I think because of global warming now, it does no, not. No, this is way before we before global warming oh. was like. So it has there like it's been for, except for the year that the Chinese on the other side of Pangong yeah. coming in, it didn't freeze. The, oh. I mean, yeah, but uh, they say China has a submarine in it to uh, spy us, uh, spy on us. So I mean, like there's so many more What interesting crap. things about that lake yeah. other than the fact that a film was shot there. Yeah. Uh, okay, I guess it. it leads it's good for the for the area people more money is made and mm-hmm. but we have to take care of these places absolutely so yeah of course instagram is has been partly responsible i'm part, i'm i take a lot of the responsibility and blame yeah. for promoting but uh, i mean yeah man i mean you are a traveler you will go visit places but uh, do you think you should put out maybe like uh, a post every now and then saying that be careful we have to it has to be it, uh, you will be surprised at the kind of emails i get about so the kind of emails i get so like i bought this new motorcycle i want to go to leh ladakh okay um i have 5 days mm-hmm. okay to do this mm. i want to leave delhi on the first day reach manali mm. that takes the bus 10 okay. 11 hours at night yeah uh reach manali in one day then from manali i want to go to sarchu and i want to then go to leh the next day because on the map 
it's so small yeah so little, but the and, road and, there is and when treacherous. i ride when i ride outside my house i do we do 400 kilometers over a weekend so mm. what is this you don't yeah. realize this altitude there's it's no, the road is treacherous yes it's far better now because it's a brilliant road but uh, it's far better now in terms of it's been laid properly it's laid properly uh, it's really good i mean the people are taking their busas and their yeah, and it's uh, possible now people this is not so this year some the there are some people who have taken their hayabusa's up and uh, i i think js films did it js films did it um, ducatis have i've been like you've seen wow. ducatis up there uh, uh apparently I mean, a lamborghini also went up there apparently i don't uh, yeah, apparently, i leave it i leave it at that word apparently no, but some you said it weird but i i've maintained that uh, soon a panigale will make it up without any problems really because the roads are so good and we're talking about khardungla I'm talking about all the way to Leh, all wow. the way to the top, wherever the road. Of course, wherever the surface is good, which is all the way up till the uh, Leh yeah. from uh, Delhi, you yeah. can take up almost anything. Yeah, I've lost my train of thought, but yeah. uh, it was yeah. We are all to blame, yeah. So you yeah. can't make a plan based of what's on the in- of the of a map yeah. and decide to. And then people will be like, "No, I only have five days to do it." It's mm. not possible to do it in five days. Right. Also, you're not there for. You're so a lot of these lot of these people uh, i think they say 5 days because it's it's just a thing that they want to probably check off uh, you know take off their checklist Absolutely. go there come back and and tell people and rave about it saying that oh that man that three photographs of the passes and you're done yeah you're done but yeah but it's not one of those places you mm-hmm. the the journey is brilliant mm-hmm. stop everywhere to take photographs stop and appreciate the kind of the part Beauty. of the world you're going through correct right that's what people do now in two days Harshan I still do in 3 really? maybe 4 like we want to stop at every dhaba that we enjoy eat their food yeah. the food is great meet yeah. the people yeah. um but that's the beauty of traveling in india yeah Everything. what do you what do you enjoy about traveling the most is it the food the food the people like just how warm people can be in india i mean like it's also india's like people have this perception about indians not being that warm that's because they only never leave delhi Huh. or never leave like a big city where yeah. everyone's out to make a quick buck and thing we have a friend who came with us into the mountains and he bought a chocolate in a small village called udaipur in the mountains in himachal yeah udaipur yeah like okay. udaipur like the not uh, the rajasthan they, you know, udaipur there are yeah. four udaipurs in the there i had yeah, no there, clue there's one in the northeast also okay uh or the three uh he bought this chocolate and he's like veer i think i got ripped off okay i paid 80 rupees for this chocolate What yeah. chocolate was it? It's Cadbury. Yeah, dairy milk. milk. Uh. And as I turn it around, he turned around and said eighty rupees. How? It was a couple of years. I don't know. It was eighty, ninety, whatever. I, like he paid whatever the MRP was on. Okay. Right? And he's like, and he's is a journalist. Okay. Well read, well travelled. He's like, he's like such a fool that I expected to be ripped off. Hmm. And I said, oh, it's just a little bit. So I expected to be ripped off, so I was okay with it. But yet I came to ask you. Yeah. But I said this is not that part of India where everyone's trying to make people are right. actually happy to see you, and they yeah. they are actually looking at you and being like, "Boss, yeah. why are you here? Yeah. How In can fact, this be your holiday? Yeah. This can't be what you do for fun because yeah. what we do for fun is come to a big city or we're going to London or whatever. Yeah. Then. Yeah. How yeah. can yeah. this be fun that you're roughing it out, taking a shit in a hole, yeah. and like w- having a shower in the stream? How is this fun for you? Yeah. And riding a motorcycle dirty, haven't yeah. had a shower in days. How is this fun? So they are happy to see you and yeah. be like, "You've come from so far." You're a guest in my village. Yeah. Please come. You as like you're lucky he didn't give it to you for free. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, because you'd be like please yeah. Uh-huh. yeah? Uh-huh. So that's the perception. We yeah. aren't all out to make a quick buck. It'd be so nice th- to make a buck, but uh, 
yeah so there's an ex colleague of mine pail singh yeah uh, pune kar move uh, pune kar yeah, pune kar <laughs> anyway she's moved to the north i don't know somewhere close to dharamshala okay. there is this cafe called illiterati okay mcclodganj mcclodganj yeah. that's where she is yeah and uh, she's been there since april yeah and she refuses to come back yeah okay uh partly because the so she's not staying at a hostel or something she's staying at uh and she's staying at an individual's house yeah and the individuals like we are more than happy to have you here of course you can stay here for as long as you want so she does some freelance work uh hikes up the mountains yeah. has a couple of dogs around all the time yeah. goes to a cafe eats there comes back and stays in the man's house yeah and they have absolutely no problem yeah that is a side of uh, of humans of, of human nature that i was not ready to believe because how yeah. can you welcome a stranger who you don't but, know about but mcglogan is still very spiritual right it's still the home of the dalai lama it's ah, still correct. it's still it's all it's all that so it's a very uh, it's welcoming place it's welcoming but it's also not as uh out there in the middle of nowhere as you believe it is okay yeah it is actually quite There's it's lot, pretty mainstream. There's a lot of because of the whole Dalai Lama. Yeah, because situation. of the Dalai Lama is okay. there. It's the capital for what Tibet would have been, oh, right? Wow. So it's the it's the it's the exile uh, kind of capital. Yeah, yeah. So it's very mainstream. It's very worldly, Correct. as in, but it's still very Buddhist. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it's also got traffic jams and really and dirt. Oh yeah, and yeah. And she keeps putting right? out pictures where she's stuck in a jam for hours. Yeah, absolutely. So in fact, one uh, talking about traffic jams. I'm sorry if I'm cutting you in, but. Uh, I think we had a shoot somewhere up in the mountains and it was and, and these guys got done with the shoot and they were coming back to the hotel uh, I think it was Manali or somewhere and uh, it was a 20 km long journey it showed about 40 minutes yeah. or something they did 19 km yeah got stuck in a 1 km jam for 5 hours yeah. straight 1 km yeah, yeah absolutely but it's one road which goes up and down up and down they give enough place for two cars to pass in some places right yeah So damn okay. man yeah. that's so, crazy I mean, like, but that's still mainstream i'm talking about where get even further out there right. like people are just it's not only in the mountains everywhere in india yeah. so tell uh, let me ask you this one thing you have traveled to a lot of places in the country yeah. is there a certain place that you have not been to yet mainstream uh, place maybe like uh, somewhere in up uh, up yeah, so or I bihar like, or i haven't done like the central kind of mp i haven't i've done a little bit of mp i okay. did uh, i, I uh, dukati called me one day and said there's the multi star in europe parked in delhi and we'd like it in pune yeah. and uh, we don't want would you like to ride it down this is the spend, 950 no the 1200 enduro enduro yeah. okay would you like to ride it down and spend some time on it yeah i mean Yeah. you had you had me at motorcycle yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so i wrote down and i wrote down uh, through, through mp i did a little bit of, um, gwalior and around gwalior and uh, unbrief like unbrief. really it's like uh, so and you were alone on this trip so alone on this trip yeah. uh, we have some friends in gwalior okay uh run a very he used to run a very big bulletiers the instagram oh, page yeah okay um, You know, right? Bi- he's a bicyclist now, so things really? are. Really, but he's a crazy bicyclist. Uh, but he know. I mean, he's he's local there. His knowledge of the things around unbelievable. How pretty Gwalior was, and uh, like the riding around Gwalior was. Okay. So very untouched, very nice. Never hear about it. Mm-hmm. But uh, so that was that's nice. That was something new. Um, no, I've not done UP. Not done Bihar. Not no? done that central st- kind of. Because I've heard stories, man. I've heard stories yeah, of so people I mean, getting robbed, and I think yeah, apparently so a couple, uh, I think last year was killed on. Yeah, uh, so I mean, like, I, well, the, the, I 
yeah they it why go to places that have like so we stayed away from the northeast for the longest time why is that because you it you didn't have the information is never you you have to do your research right? right a place like the northeast is like you didn't know what was safe it was good to travel at night we don't like to travel at night anyway but you have to travel yeah, gone boys how yeah. far can you go how so in the last few years i mean we love the food so <laughs> just for, yeah. just for just for that uh, we've tried to venture out yeah unbelievable yeah i'm right? sure unbelievable do you think travels become too mainstream for people no. riding on motorcycles not just leh ladakh but people uh uh riding on motorcycles to anywhere and everywhere do you think it's picked up or is it because social media is highlighting them social media them? Yeah. people were doing it. ted simon did it and wrote a book but by the time he did it and wrote it ted he did the world twice over yeah. took however many yeah. years to do it imagine if you had an instagram account you are famous instantly i mean like it's now i i'm following people who are doing the world and you're just like oh they only have 4000 followers cuz everyone's just like but everybody's yeah, doing it everyone's kind of doing, yeah, doing yeah, it yeah 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 i mean i it's think crazy. it's become a fad that yeah. um, I, w- i i don't think i could do it no there's so much to stop and see yeah. like how you did uh, a thing with ducati tell yeah, us tell was, us more that, about it that also was, like was i thought it was too little time on the motorcycle yeah really? it's uh, So to where did it start? 2016 was Ducati's 90th anniversary. Okay. Uh so to celebrate that they chose seven motorcyclists from, from all across the uh, globe. Yeah. Yeah, to run what like a relay around the world. Okay. So the motorcycle would be the same and the rider would change basically. Okay. Yeah. They had a predetermined kind of route. Uh-huh. Like they, you had to hit a couple of spots uh which were important to Ducati's 90th anniversary. Like so first uh when how did you i mean uh, how were you chosen for this i mean how how did it happen so it like all good things it came up on facebook yeah and all the like kind of motoring journalist community was like oh let me try it let me try this so i was like it was just a big joke right okay. and i remember even writing to like kartik and i'm like kartike ah. and i was like kartike i don't have a boss you have a boss so ah. if you do get chosen you'll never get this holiday uh, right because yeah. it's supposed to be around the world you need a lot of holiday but guess what guess who's his own boss uh, right so i'm going to fill it and i will uh, go on it and i will wave out at you uh, in jest all of us filled it i think everyone filled it yeah, yeah. i was riding harsh and i were riding into yeah. ladakh on two tigers uh, uh, on uh, the old, old tigers, tigers yeah. Yeah. so i did ex- explorer huh. harsh had a it oh, yeah okay uh, and we had gone for just gone it was like we've gone for ourselves no like no clients no none right. of that uh we just took off hmm. and we were in ladakh and we were doing our thing and just kind of thing came back down after 10 days to ride in to godwin's place and we were sitting there having a beer while godwin was like cooking up a feast and i start my phone i mean in manali you have full kind of network so i kind of like started looking at billions of emails deleting the shitty ones and there's an email from ducati I thought it was like one I mean I'm a newsletter or something and you opened it I opened it I looked at it I went back to drinking my beer because yeah. at that point that was more important next morning <laughs> next morning I read it and it said <laughs> if you want to be a part of this globe trotter initiative yeah you have please reply tomorrow yeah because uh, we're shortlisting hmm. this email came to me like 8 days before I read it what yeah um So I wrote back saying I'm so sorry I was riding my motorcycle and 
was in the mountains and I had no connectivity. Mm. And I really didn't check my email till now. Yeah. yeah. But thank you very much. Yeah. For even considering me, yeah. yeah. Like just there, I'm like just like wow. Yeah. And you lost hope. And no, I mean, I mean, I didn't. What hope? I mean, yeah. I didn't even believe it could be an email. I was like, yeah. they've sm- spammed like billions <laughs> of people out of there. I mean, imagine how many people must have. Uh, <laughs> Okay. Uh, being a part, who must have applied or yeah, yeah. filled those forms in, yeah. and how what how many of the forms are even correct? Who knows? But I mean, imagine how many people are things. So I mean, someone's written to you. It was written, and there's a person name at the end. It wasn't one of those spammy kind of emails. A uh, legit guy who's actually yeah. So someone, so I responded back just to be like, thank you for. It's it's nice to yeah. And uh, I left at that. I came back to Bombay and I got an email saying. Or was it? I think I got down to Chandigarh and I got another email from the same account saying, "We know we considered you uh, as yes, you're still interested, and we could see that you were riding a motorcycle in the mountains, so we just took the liberty of doing so ourselves." Wow! So I was like, "That's stellar!" Damn, yeah, this yeah. is so, happening. So they're like, uh, "We let you know if you if we shortlist you even further." So we put you in that first shortlist, uh, and then we take it down. Then I kind of forgot about. It. Came yeah. back to Bombay and like got like editing photographs and just like putting down our friends and saying we went and you didn't go to the mountains yeah, and like yeah. just just doing yeah. being an ass yeah. as usual and back in like Bombay like dropping the kid to school hanging out with the wife yeah one night watching Game of Thrones yeah yeah uh, I got an email at like 9 o'clock at night yeah saying that we need you congratulations you made the top 14 14 yeah we need you out of how many uh, uh, later on I found 4,000 what? Yeah. Well, Damn. We need you in Italy. It was a Thursday. Yeah. Or Wednesday. Yeah. We need you in Italy on Sunday. So I was like, uh, again, I had to write. I, I had to write an email saying that. Uh, no, but now by now I had spoken. I had met up with Ducati India, and they'd said, if you ever need any help, yeah, like we should do stuff together. You know, we I met Tushar. Tushar was there that time. Correct. And uh, we should do stuff together. So, I wrote to them saying, you know, it's going to be very hard. I'll never get a visa. Hmm. Because we need visas. So, that's... Absolutely. Yeah. But at that point, I called Tushar. And Tushar said, oh, you must have got the email. So, now India, Ducati India New. was also aware yeah. of... Was in the whole game, right? First, it was only international. Correct. So, I was like, yeah, but Tushar. It, I mean, thank you and like the team again but I'm never going to be able to make this yeah? yeah. and this is like to shortlist the top 7 so there were 14 people who were coming to shortlist the top 7 I said it's never going to happen like I'll yeah. never be able to make it to Italy yeah. 3 days yeah. like a visa in 3 days not possible uh, today is the Wednesday Thursday and Friday like not and fly possible. out like, yeah. and flying out on Sunday have to be there on Sunday never going to happen you know that Yeah. he's like don't worry let me look into it he's like can you get an appointment at the VFS yeah so I said I can check right now yeah I sat down and looked there was an appointment at VFS open I said I can get an appointment at VFS mm-hmm. so he called me back and said I spoke to someone at the embassy okay as an Italian manufacturer they as an Italian company people who work for Ducati yeah can get a visa in one day because it's in like one day for themselves yeah because they work for an Italian company okay yeah so they're like they are willing to help us out and so look, this is the Italian embassy talking. So this is Ducati. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's like, we are willing to look at his documents faster yeah. and extend us as much as we can. If, <laughs> if of course, document. I mean, of course, it, we're not going to cut that process. But Correct. as long as everything's okay. Yeah. I said, absolutely, that's great. Yeah. So they said, either come to Delhi or you come to Bombay. You have one in Bombay. Please go ahead to Bombay tomorrow. Yeah. In the morning, I had all documents. Ducati had sent letters from Italy, from uh, Ducati oh, India. Had written letters, uh, tickets. 
I mean, we put everything. Everything was sorted. We in a day. We we put everything together. They sent the letters. Yeah. Everything else we did for in a day. Overnight, like it was in the evening. What? Like, like Ducati got everything together. I went for my interview, dumped my documents there, and the guy asked me, you know, "Kab ja rahe ho?" So I was like, "I have to go. I have to be in Italy on Sunday." He looked up at me and said, "You know, sir, it says 15 days minimum." That stupid thing, 10 to 15 days is like the minimum. How have you come early? I said, "Look, I have to try." That's the most I can do. You say no, I'll come back and pick up the passport and I'll go home. Yeah, but I, I can't like be like, "Oh no, okay, jaane do, yeah, jaane do, nahi hoga types." Yeah, so I said, "I got to try. I try. Nothing wrong in that." Yeah, he's like, "Okay, fine, try." And he was just like being like, you know how they're, they yeah. can be a little cocky. Yeah. Uh, try, fine, okay. What? Nothing like I can do about it. Okay, fine. Yeah. Next day, I sat at home. No, no SMS came. Oh, I got an SMS saying that the document had reached. But then I waited on Friday, all day. Yeah. Didn't happen. At about five o'clock, I I called my wife and said like I've gone not through these like stages of like it's happening, it's not happening. No, I said it's not going to happen. I'm out of here. I'm not going to sit at home anymore. I've just been sitting waiting all day for something to happen. Yeah. It's just like it's a terrible feeling, yeah. And I called Tushar and I said, dude, thank you. Whatever you guys did, documents came in two days and all. It's really nice, but I don't think it's happening. Mm-hmm. So he's like, yeah, man, it seems really. It's it's a bummer, yeah. I got a call three minutes later from Tushar. Saying my travel desk was just looking at your Documents. your VFS uh, application tracking, tracking number, yeah. and it just changed. It just changed to decision or whatever it changes to. Yeah. Right? So I was like, but I mean, I can't. And then my phone started ringing. I said, someone's calling me, yeah. and I picked up the phone and I was like, sir, we're going from VFS. We close at six. It's five. Hmm. Yeah. Please come <sighs> by six o'clock with your tickets to prove that you're flying on the weekend. And you you ca- you'll be allowed to enter because for special cases as long yeah. as you have tickets for yeah. the weekend you're allowed to enter. Yeah. But be here by six. Yeah. BKC Yari Road. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. On a Friday at five o'clock, yeah. I like I picked up keys. They Race four. They, they were my, it, it was <laughs> it was a car. I picked up my car keys. Like I drove like a madman. Got there, and the same guy who had given me uh, that the, look, my, that look, oh. and that, that that crap yeah. told me, sir, please open now. So fast your things come back around. Must yeah. be. Uh, I said, yeah, I don't, I, I don't believe it. Yeah. So they please open it in front of me and show me. Ducati uh, had what they had done. God only knows. Italy had given me a multiple entry visa, That's taking into too. account if I became the seven, yeah, and if I did the first leg, which was in Europe, yeah, till the end of the time that the letter and the website and every all the documentation, everything, there, everything. So it was just like if you do get in, you are sorted till the end of the trip. Damn dude, do you think it was the best trip of your life? It was unbelievable. I mean, it's very hard to be like best trip of your what life. What is your be- what what has been the best trip But of your life? Everything that, that's the problem with like or ev- maybe the it's best is a, is a very wrong word, no, yeah. It's memorable. I I, I can remember there are things of every trip that I can remember. Yeah. Yeah, there are This maybe one was one this was where you like, came back home and said this one damn, like, I missed it. I mean, this, I I miss I miss riding there. This was like The I mean it was a, it, was a, it, it did a whole job on my mind. Yeah, a I traveled alone. Yeah, uh, what eventually happened was there's so many memorable bits yeah. for the for the trip. Yeah. A I never traveled to Europe before. Mm-hmm. This was your first trip to Europe. Yeah, so I mean, with this, I hadn't been to Europe on a motorcycle before. Um, I never been to Italy. So th- that just I did that first trip, and when I did get chosen as a seven. uh and got to then then they told me that i had to start it and i got flagged off from yeah. uh, borno paragale yeah. by the ducatis you were starting it i started it 
I got uh, flagged off by the DOC presidents. They had the DOC Damn, presidents dude. worldwide meeting, uh, and they they cut a cake for the 90th celebration. Yeah. Uh, with boss man himself yeah yeah uh, really yeah and then they flagged me off it's wow. a, there's this photograph i, 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 I think it. this must have been the most memorable because of how just it that happened photogra- just that photograph is like the most memorable bit yeah. i had i got surrounded by i so i come out get on the bike they want a photograph so everyone kind of surrounds me yeah. and they as the president and the all presidents and vice presidents of the Everyone's party there. clubs worldwide yeah worldwide worldwide yeah they surround the bike and they've all come they hug you they're like now you're part of the ducati family you yeah. are no you have no problems ever on the road you're just a phone call away from one doc family member really yeah unbelievable like the kind of camaraderie yeah. and my bike suddenly was covered in stickers of every doc me- uh, club club oh, in, oh, who, who was representing there they had a sticker the bike was covered in them Damn. yeah and you, i'll show you this photograph it's just like me uh, is it there on helmet story it's there on uh, it's there on helmet stories it's there on uh, i mean it's there on social media somewhere yeah right so there. if you want to go check out i'll have uh, to find it out pictures, somewhere yeah. you can actually check it on helmet stories.blogspot.com or follow veerakai on twitter at the rate veerakai as well as instagram instagram is all the yeah veerakai where find profile this guy is a celebrity you can uh, spot him easily i don't know about celebrity but <laughs> yeah unbelievable just unbelievable so i started and i did um, they told me i had 30 days yeah uh starting italy yeah. i had to reach moscow in 30 days moscow yeah yeah russia yeah. So you traveled from europe to russia so i did uh, what i did was in a just at italy uh, austria uh, rode through germany uh, denmark sweden finland sweden wow dude oh sorry uh, living uh, the dream sweden yeah finland uh, russia yeah uh, about 30 days on the road damn dude uh, because I, I i i think for me it's uh, It's very easy to say that a trip was memorable because I've had only one international ride so far which happened yeah, this January. You don't need to be ride internationally to have that's what I'm saying like I yeah, like this. Because see see the thing with India is uh first of all it's a little unsafe in India. I mean it's unsafe internationally as well. But the thing with this trip was it was uh it was a very well set up trip. It was by Triumph India. We yeah. had gone there for the ride of the Speedmaster. Yeah, but there you rode in you you rode that that's that's like in those the best co- parts of california but th- that they've set that condition up exactly in that is why it brings back like really fond memories the best trip that i've had in india was the one that i did in 2014 i think i did it with a friend from mumbai to run of kutch it but, was my first ride but those are the most memorable where you just do stuff amazing. on your own amazing yeah, it was absolutely. amazing it, there was no convoy uh, we had a plan but that changed completely absolutely it's like to wake up It, it's, there's there's it's no make up and decide st- what you want to do exactly so we had the co- we had to change the complete plan yeah. and uh, i think that was one trip that i would love to do again right down to run of kutch it's just yeah, an amazing th- place to yeah, be yeah but that's it you don't have a memorable trip doesn't have to be 15 days long and like exactly it can yeah. be overnight somewhere it can be yeah. a day of like yeah. great riding. i really want to ride down somewhere up north man i think yeah. i've seen enough pictures to have that fire in me which but says th- let's some, go there's some amazing places to go There are amazing places yeah. that are unheard of. I I, I recently did Chikmangalur on uh, a multi. I saw the I yeah. saw I the saw video. I saw your video. Yeah, multi and tiger. Uh, Pune to Kolhapur to Belgaum to Chikmangalur yeah. basically. Yeah. And wow, man, this was my first time beyond Belgaum, and yeah. it was amazing. I, that's what's great about India. Like uh, you can a. 
it's it was crazy things change every 200 kilometers yeah Ooh. i mean you won't believe this shit okay i started from pune went till the base of chikmagalur yeah. and there was no rain yeah as soon as you hit chikmagalur <laughs> last 30 minutes <laughs> drenched completely to the undies yeah yeah i completely. can imagine yeah, I, like best kind of rain <laughs> best kind of rain rain in the pants rain on the yeah, head absolutely. rain everywhere yeah absolutely and uh, but that was the fun of it i mean but, but that that trip in particular was really fun because you had this training session by cs santosh and big rock yeah, yeah. jody was there yeah. uh, there was nelly from big rock yeah. india jody from big rock spain yeah. so we had a lot of these uh, individuals yeah. like professionals yeah. who were who were experts in the field yeah. of whatever it is riding and we were trained for the next two days and yeah. it was it, it, it i mean the event was a washout but just being there in chikmagalur in the yeah. land of coffee drinking yeah. filtered yeah. coffee every day yeah. riding through uh, tst a uh, coffee yeah. estates yeah, yeah. I, i've seen i've seen the photographs yeah it's, i've seen yeah absolutely oh, no but the, i think on. i think the best kind of trips to do are just kind of get on your motorcycle uh with a good friend and just yeah. uh, someone who enjoys stuff like that yourself yeah. and just kind of head out yeah yeah absolutely so i have these set of questions yeah i'm Should? sure a lot of our uh, Uh, viewers would be no listeners. Sorry, viewers. I have this YouTube. Viewers. Habit, oh, yeah. you like PD army guys. <laughs> <laughs> all all these listeners. Look at me, I'm Varun Painter. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a lot of these listeners who are tuning in right now, um, who might want to know what happens when you run out of fuel. You kick yourself because that means you've planned badly. See, okay. uh, on a it's very simple. Yeah, I, I it's a very simple. Does like, it boil down to like planning way beforehand? Yeah, I mean you can be like that. Like yeah, of course sounds anal, but if you know you're going somewhere, for instance, yeah, you have some basic idea of like stuff today. The, it's not like we are going blind anymore. No. Yeah, let's be honest. There's no. No one's going to those places anyway. Yeah, those. If you're going to those places, yes, there are a lot of different kind of precautions to be taken, but. You're not going blind anywhere anymore, mm-hmm. right? You are. There's enough in uh, coverage on the internet or almost anything Correct. to know where you're going. Correct. Yeah. You may not want to follow highways. That's fine. Mm. Yeah. But when you do map out your route, mm. you will kind of see what villages fall. Correct. You don't have to. Be, you don't have to like keep them in your memory, but just to see there are villages. Okay. There are. Oh, there are petrol pumps. Yeah, so they are distance wise. So you do you have think? Do you think like pre-planning makes of a world of a difference? Of course, but okay. Even if you don't pre-plan your trip, you'll yeah. be like, we are going to Karnataka, and yeah. we are just going to kind of take every right. Karnataka turn. still uh, no a city where you will you'll find petrol. Pass. No, yeah, you'll find petrol everywhere if you India's populated everywhere if you think about it. Yeah, yeah. but. Uh, If like for example, when people are going to Khardungla, I believe there's a petrol pump which says that this is the last petrol pump before, and you won't get any fuel stuff like that. At Tandi, yeah, yeah but the, the, the 220 kilometers, there is no petrol pump. But if you fuel up there, yeah, oh, you any, can reach there. Any motorcycle will do 220 kilometers. Yeah, okay. If your motorcycle is serviced, yeah, then it's not eating extra petrol. Correct. If it's got a new chain set, if it's got yeah. new tire, the thing is, you have to know where you're going. Your motorcycle should be prepared for it. Mm-hmm. You have to be prepared for it, Correct. right? You're going to say you're going to lay. You're doing Manali to lay, for instance, because let's let's be honest. Like ninety percent of the people is that's what their problem is right now. Correct. What do I do when I go to Manali lay? Should I take petrol with me? Correct. Unless you're riding an RD three fifty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that uh, we don't know how much uh, petrol it consumes. Yeah. In two hundred twenty kilometers from Tandi to city of lay. Where there's the petrol pump. If you if you don't miss all the other ones now that are coming up, correct. The one at the center, uh, the roundabout at Le. Correct. Any motorcycle will make it easily. 
So that shouldn't I, be a problem. I've written a charisma. So you're saying I've that if you charisma. plan yourself correctly, watch out for signs, uh, have things marked on maps, yeah. you should be fine. Absolutely. So uh, the big bikes said 220 is kind of their limits. Yeah, max yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. So big bikes, maybe you need to carry some petrol. Yeah. Uh, you may want to carry cleaner petrol because there's big petrol bike. available everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah petrol, yeah. petrol is available every everywhere. You can if you if you stop at someone and ask them like we need petrol, they'll point you out. You'll get it in a but can. But you never somewhere. know how adulterated that. It it may not yeah you I mean sediment and all that it's, it's all you probably like siphoned off the army petrol so it's probably even better petrol than yeah. we get in some places yeah, yeah 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 but you want to carry some right okay, okay big buys yes absolutely with a two twenty range you're, maxing you, out at two twenty yeah you're yeah. maxing out you don't want anything with altitude changes and like you're climbing and pulling and yeah, you're, yeah, you're so constantly burning the clutch yeah, bur- yeah absolutely so let's say big bikes yes I've written a charisma there yeah. yeah? And it did it in one tank. Uh, one tank. Okay. Charisma used to do what? Five, six, five hundred and fifty. I've got out of a charisma. What? A ZMR, I had a sorry, charisma. A ZMR, ZMR, ZMR. Okay, yeah. a ZMR. A ZMR not tank, the old one. ZMR tank. Is a little bigger. On, uh, I think so. I don't. Yeah, that's the, the only one I've ever written. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, I've done like maximum on on a highway. I've done about that's like five hundred. Four hundred and fifty, five hundred. I'm thinking. It's crazy, dude. I don't recollect. I'm thinking. I, it makes. It. I think. Or oh, it was it me or I. It was. It was. Un, it was. Un, unbelievable number yeah yeah maybe not 500 maybe don't quote me on the 500 but it was a ridiculous number yeah okay so we left manali and uh, we got tandi on that bike and there was uh, there was no electricity so they weren't they weren't pumping fuel so they said wait till it comes back i said nah forget about it we had fuel in our car i said forget about it we'll make it Hmm. we got there we rode around and i fueled up on the way back Okay. On, yeah, on the on the trip back. So okay. there's enough. There's enough. So Correct. know what your motorcycle can do. Correct. Right. Uh, so let's not be stupid. It all comes down to when you do head out, you should service your motorcycle. Yep. All right. Don't service your motorcycle. Plan your route. Plan your route. Service your motorcycle. Don't go out and be like, oh, but my tire has 400 kilometers left yeah. on it, and my brake pads have gone. We'll still we'll still go for another 600 kilometers. But yeah. you do the 600 kilometers on this trip. You don't. This is where you need exactly. brand new brake pads. Exactly. Uh, don't be like, this tar I put four months ago. Yeah. If you know it's going to break sometime now, just get rid of the get rid clutch of fire. Yeah. So in a nutshell, uh, just to sum up this question, be prepared. Be have prepared, everything marked. Know where you're going. No, no, I mean, like, you don't have and to And in a world of social media, I think everything is out there. Absolutely. So Except like for your, if you're going to places like <laughs> the, the two villages that you said. Yeah, so I mean, like, places, Dodrakwar is also quite Dodrakwar. on the map, yeah. Okay. It's, but on one side of the valley is uh, is Uttarakhand and the other side is Shimla and oh, okay. Rodu. Okay. So you're actually in the middle of uh-huh. some of the civilization most well trodden parts of Himachal yep. yeah but uh, don't be stupid about it don't, don't just get stupid. on your motorcycle and be like oh I'm going to go for 15 days yeah. but I've not serviced it in so long yeah. and I don't know when the oil was changed and is yeah. there oil in it yeah. so you have to know that yeah? Yeah. yeah don't overpack like you're going out okay. if you're a couple of guys then it's great you can like you can share yeah. uh, tools because that, that was my next question how much uh, is enough for maybe like a week, a week long trip on a motorcycle. Every time I pack and I say that, oh, I've packed just enough, I come back with four clean t-shirts. Clean t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. and you're okay. like, oh, I could have done without these four clean t-shirts. And so saved up weight. You could have saved weight. Absolutely, yeah. Yep. The lighter, the more efficient you are. I mean, I'm the wrong person to ask. I'm not an efficient <laughs> packer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> not on the motorcycle, at least. Yeah. It's, uh, you always have, I mean, if you're going to be hanging out, you could have a couple of, if, like 10 days you could yeah. have like five six t-shirts you could get through the, i mean it depends on who you are and how what's your what's your one pack i usually see what i pack i'll pack like a t-shirt a day types okay you never know if you get wet in the rain and of course yeah. they're like 
But so again, that's a part of pre-planning. Check the weather out. Exactly. If you know yeah. where you're going, I mean, if you're going, if you're going efficient, yeah. If you're going in the winter, you could wear the same T-shirt for ten days because it. if it's going to be so cold, you're not going to be changing. Got you it. can, I can assure you, you're not getting out of those clothes, Got right? It. Got it. So you have to know where you're going. Be prepared for that. Um, tools, of course. Yep. As per your motorcycle. Spare kit. I mean, like a spare tool. But what should one carry in terms of spare spares? Depends on your motorcycle, yeah. I mean, like um, I'm like I'm an old like because I've started riding Enfields. The our spares used to be, and we used to ride like cast iron engines and like oh, damn. Uh, yeah, which were okay. very highly unreliable. Yeah, highly unreliable. Yeah, uh, you'd carry we'd carry a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. But see, for for example, uh, I rode the CBR 250R. Yeah, yeah. I had the CBR for yeah. for my uh, for yeah. my Kutch trip. Did about 2,500 kilometers. Zero problems. Yeah, absolutely. Not even a puncture. Absolutely. So I mean I think modern engines are reliable that way. Absolutely, I'm saying the ZMRs. Yeah, are when, reliable. When uh, I wrote the ZMRs up, we had a mechanic with us. No problems. No problem. I've, I've ridden an Avenger up, yeah. a 220. No problem. Uh, the only problem was me trying to break it. <laughs> yeah, I hit a, I, I hit a pothole yeah. and I dented the rim. But none of us are going to be carrying rims anyway. Okay. Right? Bikes were flawless. Okay. You ride the new Enfields up? Yeah. No problem. And, and I'll stand by it because yeah. I have I've ridden them brand new. The FI. I'm saying even the cast uh, the not a cast time the carb. the carb 500. Mm-hmm. No problems. The okay. FIs I actually. But I, carb still requires a bit of tuning when you're going to uh, like a different altitude. See, most carbs should be kind of tuned for around 10. Is okay. the range is zero to 10? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you if you want to get into the science of tuning a carburetor, yeah. Uh, you better know what you're doing. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, we have a lot of tuned and built Enfields, which, after a lot of like trying and testing, we feel we have an idea of of what works and what doesn't. Okay. So Those for people who are listening out there, what what works the best for a carb motorcycle? Leave it as it is. Ask your. I'm oh. Okay. Honi- uh, literally, honestly, I'd uh, leave it as it is. I'd say. But don't you think the bike will struggle up? up it there? will struggle in some places. Uh, but should be fine. But you aren't at those places long enough. Okay. Uh, Don't get to the carb if you don't really understand it, okay. because it can totally mess up everything. Completely, else. yeah. If you'll make sure it's gonna go for a toss. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, I really most mechanics know what they're talking about, right? Uh, of course. Because I think people up there in the north, the mechanics up there, they have absolutely. a fair idea of how things. Of function course, they have done the updating number of. For things. them, it's it's normal. It's like it's it's what sea level is for them, right? Exactly. So it's. Uh, I, you can always show it to someone once you get there. Okay. Uh, maybe he can help you with the mixture. Sure. But don't start messing with the carb and with jets and stuff like that if you yeah. don't understand. Okay. I also it's like a black art. Even I yeah. don't totally understand if the pilot jet is bigger. Will the <laughs> the needle be higher or yeah. lower? You yeah. know at what sure. level. Sure. So you have to be careful about that because sure. that can totally like bung up your whole trip. Yeah. Okay. Your bike can start working yeah. a whole different way. Yeah. So know what you're going to do. Okay. Coming back to the packing things, you pack clothes. You, if it's winter, you pack an extra pair of woolen clothes. If it's rainy, yeah. you pack uh, some you, kind you of carry wood, like rain some protection. Reindeer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, See, if you're a group of guys, yeah. I'm sorry. If you're a group of motorcyclists, yeah. uh, including uh, I'm not, I'm not yeah. throwing out the women riders. Yeah. Sexist. I, we have more women riders in who come and ride with us and helmet stories than yeah. we have men riders. Yeah, that's every a great year. thing to hear. Yeah, absolutely. So you have to know. We are four guys, so you're not going to carry four foot pumps, mm-hmm. and you're not all going to carry uh, toolkits, right? So if you're if you're on the same kind of motorcycle, that one toolkit can go a long yeah. way. Yeah, you just need one set of say cables and like chain links, and these are things like, that things that might that might malfunction. Break, yeah, yeah, malfunction. Okay, and like, okay. like if you think of like a, a 
on the middle of nowhere if your chain link breaks yeah yeah what do you want to do oh, if you no, have no. one yeah. i mean it's so simple to change right but yeah. a chain probably link breaks tires uh, engine oil uh, maybe like a service just before the ride works absolutely you see today also today's motorcycles if they break mm. there's no way you can fix them on the side of the road yeah because of they are FI, complicated an fi motorcycle it's gone you yeah. have to call for a tow truck i'll tell you i'll go back to the ducati ride yeah. when i asked them saying like look i ride enfields yeah i know things i know like your motorcycle that has been fully put together for the trip yeah because they hand built and they're old it may break right yep. outside it may break yep. in the middle of nowhere it may never break at all yeah? correct uh but how am i supposed to be ready for you will never be ready if this motorcycle yeah packs up right let's you say will, yeah. <coughs> yeah. so i mean ducati as be like this motorcycle will never pack up yeah. but let's be honest motorcycle it's a machine things yeah. will pack up yeah so they gave me i sat one day they gave me a breakdown broke the bike down put it back together really yeah. they, they gave, did that yeah, for you they, they then wow. gave me parts which they said these are the parts which will be hard to get to you like if you by inst- like if you lose the keys and your ignition is and you it's all because of user right if yeah. you mess it up and lose them here's a new ignition set with two blankies right because it be very hard for us to get you damn like this, a new uh, like a new pair of yeah yeah got yeah. It. so yeah for the uh then they said oh if you drop it you need new parkbusters yeah? yeah so here's a pair of parkbusters yeah. could be tough to get them yeah. uh, for the enduro you'll have to then we want you to like if it breaks out any other way You have this phone that works all over the world. Get down, find the nearest cafe, order a beer, call Ducati. They'll come pick up the motorcycle and fix wow, it. Wow, that's crazy. He's like, don't you? You can't do anything on your own anyway. Absolutely. He's like, you can trouble shoot to yeah. get you back on the road, but yeah. that means the bike is it's there's is like it's like a niggle. Yeah? Right. But anything else, he's like, you can't. So that's what our motorcycles are like nowadays. Yeah. It's, it's gone other infield days where yeah, absolutely gone other infield. But people still use a lot of royal infields because I think it's it's easy no, to uh, fix, easy no, to ride. I, I there's a charm in it. I mean, yeah, like not to plug it. it and be like, oh, Royal Enfield and the yeah. thump and all that. Yeah. There's a charm to riding the Royal. Enfield. It's slow. Yeah. Let's be honest. It's slow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it gives you a great way to travel through those mountains. Because again, I'll go back to you want to travel slowly and take everything in. Yeah. The Enfield is the perfect motorcycle for that. Perfect motorcycle. Yeah. For Plus, uh, it's uh, at least the old motorcycles are. Uh, at least maybe accessible in terms of opening up understanding it like the basic componentry of it or oh, to understand like how to a motorcycle and stuff like you had to do it. the older ones you had to do it because they just the way they were built exactly uh, the new ones probably the new ones a little complicated because of the whole fi system coming but in but the new ones you don't op- I, you I don't mean, need it you have, don't need to i have a it. few and yeah. uh, i've never had any of the problems i've had ever with the never okay that's great yeah so i've ridden them out straight from the showroom into the mountains for 15 days and brought them back and no problem uh, no problems at all so that's a great thing so in a nutshell uh, question number 2 was how, what to carry how to carry i think it would be to carry light have a fair understanding of when your motorcycle needs servicing if you if know, you have your brake pad I'd which always start dive. i'd always start with a full service and a full service means full not service. like a checkup is like change oil change oil filter I change the change the air filter i'm saying change tires also if you're okay. going to do like a go off into the middle of nowhere and these yeah. tires have been in the city yep. change your tires and tubes carry tires a, brake pads carry a new set of tubes on the absolutely right yep uh, i'm say i don't think in the last few years that we rode i infields up that we built and serviced and did everything correct ourselves i've never had a flat tire ever you have a new tire oh i lovely. mean like so you're 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 pulling out those reasons for you to have had Fate, a flat tire yeah, right exactly. you have and the tube tires you have a new tube in it so i Great. mean you've added all these steps and now the roads are like 
tarmac yeah so yeah. i mean you're hoping that those things lovely the roads are far better now than they used to be yeah. lovely okay so so that's a great that's a great insight on how people should travel and uh, what should they carry always remember also to carry a med kit a small med kit of, of course sort. absolutely yeah. carry your medicines you, you should know where you're going the altitude is going to mess you up dimox yeah? dimox is like uh, I, I he's like batman i don't uh, ever tell anyone to take dimox cuz If you, you don't know how how it will react to so you should always, whichever way you should always speak to your doctor, doctor before yeah. you go and see what they suggest if uh, dimox of course then take dimox then take it correctly yeah there are ways to take it and it has to be taken before you start yeah. apparently you have to start like almost a week before the trip oh. so there are all oh. sorts of things yeah so oh, there is not okay. a magic pill that when you when you have ems you <laughs> pop it and you feel better yeah yeah but for that you need to listen to what people say the, the, this eating maggi is not because people like maggi because they should, well in my case I, i can't stand it it's you carry on eating and drinking all the way up the first thing that ams does is dehydrate you uh you you start dehydrating at that altitude and ams is an onset of when you stop eating and drinking anyway that's one of the, oh. so everybody gets ams in a different way you there's no way no one knows ams how to, stands for acute mountain sickness oh okay yeah Damn dude this this is scary it can because it can be really tough on people okay. yeah uh it is uh, carry on eating and drinking i eat carry on eating and dr- i i think I, it's I, i'm it, like you if you down a couple of liters of water a day yeah and i think it's it's not just for the mountains whenever you're on a on a road trip make yeah. sure you have uh this thing called a camel pack if that's the correct case it's 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 basically water on your I, back in a small i actually enjoy not carrying a camel back yeah cuz i enjoy stopping and like drinking uh, yeah, stopping yeah. and like yeah so do i to be honest i've never ever had a camel pack ever yeah. i mean like ever. but it's right carry water with you all the time carry water with as you. i carry it uh, all the time with me there's always some set and then stop have a chai that's yeah. again when you're yeah. in the mountains so eat year. and drink you have to also know what you're right you're doing if you're traveling on a motorcycle you're not doing point a to point b in the fastest time right you're trying It's to travel. see you're trying yeah, to see yeah you're trying to take the scenery in uh, and yeah got it right. yeah to sum up this question a uh, four important pointers first is carry light be light light is always better as, as light and yeah as always as always yeah second thing is to have your medicines at your side all the time consult a doctor before doing so third thing is to have food and water uh take frequent stops uh, make sure makes uh, make sure you are de- uh, hydrated sorry hydrated. all the all, all, <laughs> so you're all, not dehydrated yeah all, all the time and the fourth thing would be to have your motorcycle serviced for uh, fifth would be to enjoy your ride and enjoy not like ride. get on it it's not uh it's not you're not breaking any records absolutely so what's next for you man uh we are heading off to nepal uh, yet again this year uh, okay. for a ride to manang okay uh you gonna, just did Nepal. we did mustang which mustang. was unbelievable it's uh, if anybody has the 600 or dollars for yeah. permits for yeah. mustang yeah that would be another crazy point man what unbelievable uh, how do permits work cuz i remember we did not have any idea about this particular permit that takes you till uh, the white desert of run of kutch yeah. and uh, that permit had to be taken at a checkpoint way before 44 so, 40 45 kilometers before the white so desert so when you do these kind of trips to uh places by the border more yeah. or less that's where yeah. you need permits yeah? yeah um there's enough uh information out there on the internet so i think google uh, google has to be your best friend no go also some smarts you're like oh i'm going to the border do i need a permit yeah it's a question you should ask if you're going to ladakh if you're going to manali you need a permit to cross rotang okay yeah rotang slows on mondays okay yeah 
don't show up on a monday and expect a permit there and then oh try and get there the night before and figure out who or try and do it before figure out if someone can help you get a permit is it available online i don't think it's available online right now okay they need your uh, they need your photograph do they not need your photograph try and see if someone can help you do what the, kind of identification should one carry license is that enough for the for uh, the rest of the not going to say aadhar card but a license yeah license <laughs> should help you you should have insurance right Carry all your documents. Carry your documents. You should have your insurance on you. You should have your insurance on you. Oh, okay. Personal you should have your me- medical, uh, med- medical uh, and uh, accident insurance on you. So uh, bike insurance, registration, make sure your BUC is there. Bike, your bike should have all his documents. All, all documents, yeah, make absolutely. sure permits are all in place. Yeah, and absolutely. most importantly, have medical in place. You should have, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You should have everything on you. Which brings me to the next question, uh, which is, what happens when you enter a zone where there is no or less connectivity? how do you inform family in case something goes wrong you don't <laughs> okay yeah but uh, in india again the beauty is there's if there's connectivity and your uh, your provider doesn't provide it mm. then bsnl will work if any time all all borders have bsnl okay. the army use, the army cuts out all other networks except, except BSNL. bsnl but okay. it needs to be a proper So do you do you think carrying a s- proper build number not okay. a just a sim card you pick up at okay yeah yeah not a sim card you pick up because they need verification so you're okay. you're verified that's you all right oh. so that's what it, it requires and you're verified by the government by so the bsnl will work everywhere because i remember when we went to chikmagalur recently we yeah. were staying at this small uh, not airbnb homestay yeah and there was no connectivity and we had to make a run to the city yeah to make talk, yeah. talk to parents talk to family yeah. come back yeah. and then call it a night but were the locals using their phones yeah the locals were using bsnl so bsnl oh. so, so it works everywhere almost so in india everywhere. wherever there is connectivity and you don't have it so 90% of the time will be there's bsnl yeah. so if you are going to take off into the middle of nowhere yeah bsnl but, but i think the great thing about internet is that uh, everything is out there in terms of knowing where there will be course. connectivity the, so you can inform family friends way beforehand of course if you yeah. if you know where you're going Yeah. You can plan out like things like this, yeah. Yep, absolutely. You know? So I think you that's a great thing. So I mean, I in my case, if once my Instagram stops working, my family knows that I've kind of I'm off the grid. Disappeared. Yeah. But uh, you know, it's that's not it's common sense now. If you want to be stupid about it, there are yeah. lots of ways to be stupid. Yeah. But there are lots of ways to be smart and safe about it. Yeah. Absolutely. I think safety is very crucial when you're doing long distance because uh, it's all it's all a game of how you're how you're functioning up here. Also, safety is smart because. If you ride after a good meal in the morning yeah. and ride before and stop before the sun sets, I personally safe. don't prefer riding at night, it's ever. It's terrible. Why first, first, uh, first, and probably the only reason because I'm scared, man. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I just don't ride. And also, I want to sit down and enjoy the day and like have my yep. beer and like be able to laugh with my friends and like uh, be like, hey, that was a great day of riding. Uh, yeah. Let's wake up in the morning and do something else. Yeah. What are you going to see at night? My biggest objective of riding motorcycles is, is to travel. And if I'm traveling at night, yeah, I, I might as well be sitting in a plane. So Candida Louis, yeah, uh, she's doing a big round to trip Australia, yeah, to Australia yeah. on a Dominar. She put up the story yesterday where she was traveling through a dense forest. Yeah. And she rode there for like, she rode for about fifty fifty four kilometers yeah. at night. Yeah. There are no street lamps. No, absolutely. Just vegetation all around. Absolutely. So and of course, scary man. Of I mean, I don't know what what must she be thinking. No, I mean like sometimes it becomes an unfortunate part of like you you didn't plan well and you you didn't know the road conditions. Correct. Things change. Of correct, course, things change. Correct. Correct. And you get stuck. But that's not. I know people who plan to ride at night. Yeah. 
That is, yeah, I, I mean, uh, <laughs> I mean that makes you must no be doing Satyan, right? Yeah, Satyan. Yeah, Satyan prefers riding at night. Yeah, which makes no sense. What? But then he's not traveling. He's not traveling. Yeah. yeah, I mean he'll have company, but he prefers riding at night. It makes no sense at all. Yeah, I mean I I I would I'm not say I I don't feel comfortable. I mean imagine why would you go from Manali to Leh at night? Yeah, you though you just broken the biggest reason to go to Manali the to view. Leh is the view and like taking it all in. If yeah. you might as well get in a plane, yeah, it's a yeah, half an hour flight yeah, from Delhi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know yeah. you'll be safer there. You yeah. may be a little more expensive, but you'll be safer at least yeah. you'll get there. Yeah. So when there's no connectivity, you basically uh, use you BSNL. You be smart. You be yeah, smart. Yeah. You uh, make sure you have a BSNL connection. Yeah. So, and and also this thing where uh, where I've always wondered, is it really safe to travel alone? Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, I've yeah. yeah. Okay, I mean, you've been there, done that. But uh, as a guy who would, I mean, I, to be honest, I don't. I I'm really what would not scare, sure. What would scare you in traveling alone? What is and probably the concern? biggest reason for all of these guys listening as well is what if something goes wrong? But what if something goes wrong? Your that's what is wrong. Your bike breaking down. Bike breaking but down. Then, you then, you then, hit a cow. You hit a dog. You meet with an accident. You have a broken bone. Well, those are those those that can yeah absolutely that that is something that uh, those are unfortunate things that can happen. Yep. Uh, if you are with a hundred people or you are with one. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you hope that out of the hundred people, someone will come and help you anyway. There, yeah. But uh, yeah, that, 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 that and no. and places. Uh, but you can't. You you we don't. You you're not. That's not what you're obsessing about when you're riding a motorcycle. Absolutely not. But right? you have the, this afterthought which keeps lingering. See, it's, it's, it's what hard. if there's no, a what if thing first, in every situation. First two days can be a little tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's a, it it depends on person to person. I don't I don't like riding in big groups here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so do I. <laughs> yeah, we I I I do. I don't because we run helmet stories and we run motorcycle tours as yeah, well. Yeah. We ride in big groups, but we ride in big groups of people we know of like-minded people. It's very. It's it helps. This thing helps a lot when you know who you're riding with. Of course, they're, then their riding style, their riding habits. Yeah, absolutely. It it works wonders because I I did uh, run of catch with a friend called Naveen. Yeah. And I knew how he rode because yeah. I've I was riding with him for the past maybe two years. Yeah. And when I did the trip, yeah. I knew exactly where he was when I looked at my rearview mirror. Yeah, I knew exactly what pace he was so, carrying. So yeah, so that they, and you know what they'll do when uh, the shit hits the fan, yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what kind of reaction they're going to have. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like going back to that, it's um, that can't be your reason why you don't travel. Yeah. Yep. 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 So, traveling is crazy, man. I think everyone who's listening to a podcast right now, be it a bike, be it a car, be it an airplane, traveling is uh, a virtue that comes to. A few blessed people, and uh, you should totally go out there, you explore. Should. If you have the opportunity, uh, go out there, explore. If you don't have the opportunity, make yeah, find it. I mean, like, I mean, it doesn't have to be Ladakh. It can, exactly. I man. said I we two hundred kilometers out of any city that you live in. If you live in a big city like we do, yeah. uh, you can find the most amazing untouched places. Maharashtra, for instance, outside Bombay. It's don't crazy, go, don't, dude. Don't go towards Pune. Go towards Goa and don't hit the main road and you take the coastal route. Yeah. It is the most amazing road. There's the most amazing. Yeah, food. I did There's that last year and beaches. it was crazy. Yeah, it's the food, the view. Three days. Uh, to go. Wari, we were, yeah. we were. Uh, yeah. I think around yeah. at, the, yeah. at the same yeah. time. Three yeah, days. So. We, three days you take ah, to get damn, to Goa. That yeah. crazy. Don't yeah. take that. Don't yeah. be like 600 kilometers in one day. Yeah. It's unbelievable. So I mean, every cities are that. Yeah. So yeah, man. I think on an ending note. Travel more, man. It's 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 a thing that will open your mind. It's a Definitely thing that make will make you a better person for sure. Absolutely, it's a thing that will 
take you places will make you eat food that you've never tasted before will make you stay at places that you'd probably you'd probably never imagined you would stay at yeah they put you in positions where you never thought you'd be yeah so sure. stay food the experience the view and just all in all an experience that i think you're going to live for or live with for the for for a lifetime i think you yes, will it'll change it'll, 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 it'll change you it'll yeah, change you absolutely so that's about it uh, traveling with veer nakai if you want to know where he's gone where he's going then he's there on instagram twitter as well as writing some blogs on helmetstories.blogspot.com any final words veer yeah get off get off your ass and go riding yeah Yeah, that's a perfect way to end this podcast. Get well, off like, your well, ass. Well, while I eat some mitai. Well, while he eat some mitai, get off your ass. Um, go out riding there. The internet is full of information. Make sure you're well prepared. Make sure you have everything ready. Mark yourself on Google Maps. Let your family members know. Make sure your bike is serviced. Carry enough medical supplies. Stay dehydrated. Oh, um, say hydrated. Say hydrated. <laughs> drink enough. Uh, drink enough water. Have some food. And most importantly, the most important point. is to go have fun i think that's i think with yeah, that message that's what you you have to remember what you're doing it for exactly i you're think not it's doing for it fun for instagram yeah exactly yeah. dude it is become a norm man your people are doing it for instagram but we'll save that discussion for later yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah on that note i think we're going to end this podcast i hope you guys enjoyed listening to this special episode with veer nakai we have a lot more automotive content that is already there on our channel please make sure you listen to all the episodes and if there's anything that you would want to listen to please let us know drop in a feedback you can also go to eplog.media or check out the website or check out the other podcast as well as listen to our podcast on once again eplog.media thank you for having us we shall see you soon me and veer hopefully another time until the next one i am varun painter and i will see you later ciao ciao